0: Today, we're going to talk to a former teacher running a landscape company that's nearing a million dollars in sales. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Lawn Care Frank Podcast, where we help lawn care professionals like yourself start and grow their business by tackling obstacles such as finding customers, hiring talented people spreading brand awareness, and much, much more. Now your host, Lawn Care Frank. What's going on, Lawn Care pros? So today I have a special guest with me. His name is Angel, and he is the owner of Ramey's Landscape and Lawn Maintenance. Hey, welcome to the show, Angel. Hey, thanks for having me, Frank. Really excited to be on here with you. You bet, you bet. Hey, so let's let's just dive in. Tell me a little bit about uh, you know how you got into the business and a little bit about your business.
1: Honestly, man, as a kid, I've always dreamed. I was wanted. I always thought about having a business, um, just starting one. And until my early twenties, is when I really uh, started noticing that there is a need in the in the landscaping um, industry. So, dove into it and. You know, did my homework as well, too. Of course, you know, you want to see what type of business you want to get into and, uh, you know, do do some research as far as, you know, profits and what the margins look like, how rewarding the industry could be. Um, so that was, you know, the biggest thing for me was looking into it and I always wanted to own my own business. So that's where it comes from. And uh, and yeah, as far as uh, yeah, our business uh, focuses on. Uh, from it goes from installations to uh, full landscape installations. Like uh, you have, we do we do sod, uh, irrigation. Um, uh, let's see retaining walls, landscape lighting. Uh, just a little bit of everything is what we do. Um, we do hardscape as well, patios, and uh, that's the fun part. <laughs> um, but yeah, we we cover mostly in our area we cover mostly in uh in landscape projects is what i like to call it um and also we have our lawn maintenance side as well so i uh, i hear a lot of guys out there that start in landscaping and, and it always starts out with lawn care and uh and for me i love lawn care so much and uh, we have a good uh, we have a good portfolio of clientele so um you know that's one of our side of the business as well is uh, the lawn care side. And I love it, you know, enjoy it. Uh, and it's fun as well.
0: That sounds good. Uh, you said uh, in your area, so you're out of Albertville? Yeah. Alabama, right? Hmm. Okay, great. And, you know, we talked about kind of like, you know, what type of business you started, you did some research and got into it. What were you doing before th- you know, getting into the lawn care business?
1: Uh, So before the lawn care, I was, uh, I was actually a full-time teacher, Uh, taught for 12 years. And uh, that was another, another passion of mine. I love teaching, man. So taught fourth grade uh, and I also taught middle school. Uh, The last three years of my teaching career was in a fourth grade classroom. I taught reading and Alabama history, which history was my favorite of all, man. I love (laughs) history. I'm just a history
0: guy. (laughs) That's cool. (laughs) Love it. Mm hmm. So transitioning from being a teacher, you know, you, you were doing teaching for 12 years. How, what made you decide, you know, hey, you know, uh, let me leave this behind uh, and go into the landscape business. And when you decided, did you go full blast or were you doing kind of, you know, you you had your foot in the door by, you know, getting some business while you were still teaching and then transitioning? Uh, Or again, like I said, did you just go full blast and you just cut off the teaching and went straight into the landscape business?
1: Well, it it was definitely a transition. Um, So when I first started out, uh, you know, I started out solo, uh, did solo for twelve, two years. I'm sorry, uh, two years. And, you know, saw a lot of potential, man. It was uh, it was, you know being in, in a school system and, and, and it's a fairly large school system that I was working for, you know, the word goes around, uh, really very quickly. And <laughs> so when teachers started hearing, Hey, you know, Mr. Ramirez or Mr. Rami yeah. does, uh, you know, he does lawn care, you know, let's, let's, let's hire him to do this, let's hire him to do that. So I, a lot of my teacher friends were becoming my clientele at the same time. So that was adding to the list and it was growing. I started out with five, Uh, started out with five clients Um, then it went to 10 then it went to 20, 30, 40 and so uh, it just kept adding and adding. And so those same clients were asking me to do jobs, like, you know, like, uh, for example, like install, small installs, like, uh, remove the shrub, replace it with maybe like three stuff, little things like that. Um, and as far as irrigation, I did have, uh, I was knowledgeable in irrigation because I worked for a company, uh, a year prior, uh, to offering that service, um, I worked for a landscaping company that did all of that. So, you know, I gained some knowledge there and started incorporating it into my business. And so it just started growing from there. And uh, 2020 is when it really hit. So 2018, 2019, I was solo. And then 2020 comes along. And that's where the doors were wide open, man. <laughs> uh, I was still working full time as a teacher uh, that year, but that was, you know, during the pandemic. Uh So teachers were uh, dismissed for the rest of the year. Uh, The pandemic hit back in March for us. And so the governor at that time, you know, declared a, um, a state of emergency shutdown. And that's where... A lot of the landscaping side of the business started growing rapid, rapidly. Uh, we had people calling us for just retaining walls, installations, uh, irrigation, all that crazy stuff. And so we took it on, man, and uh, started hiring my first couple of employees and, uh you know the first year i want to say we were at 3 employees at the end of the year which was in 2020 2021 we were at 7 employees now we are hitting 13 employees so we've grown uh this year alone has you know been a great year so far so got to say man we're very very blessed and uh i'm not going to say that i don't miss teaching i do teaching was a i would say uh open the doors for opportunities because you know as well as I do teachers get the summers off uh, and we get a lot of breaks throughout the year so that there really helped you know to start a side hustle that side hustle turned into what we have now as a as a business um but but yeah that's uh that's how we started out and uh and loving it ever since man
0: Man, that sounds great. So mm-hmm. when, you, when you first started, you know, like you're, you're, you're starting to uh, get into it as a solo operator. Was that back in mm-hmm. 2018, you said, or was that prior to yeah, that? Yeah,
1: 2018 and I, 2017 is when I bought my first mower, but I bought it when it was the end of the season. So I was just mowing my yard, you know, okay. mowing yeah. my neighbor's yard. <laughs> I was just mowing my yard and my neighbor's yard. Honestly, Frank, I'll, I'll be honest. This is how it went down. When I first got my, my first zero-turn mower, and it wasn't like a commercial grade. It was one of those residentials that you get from Home Depot. It was a to- Toro time cutter. It was a 42-inch okay. with the Kohler engine on it. I think it was a Command Pro, if I'm not mistaken. But anyways, um, great mower. I love it. I still um, I don't have it anymore, but I wish I did, <laughs> but I don't have it anymore. Um, the reason why I started mowing yards, too, is to help pay for that payment because uh i financed that mower and so i was like you know if i can just pick up two yards Mm -hmm. you know just two yards and in the back of my head i was always like you know what this could be a business if i could get two yards and uh, my first yard it was uh my neighbors and uh, i was so excited man so excited you know that first one is always special so and we still mow it till today so uh but that was that was the that was when it started clicking. And I was like, you know what? This is it. This is the business. And I did more research, did my homework uh, as far as, you know, how to charge and uh, what type of services I wanted to offer. Back then, I was just so into teaching uh, my first year solo that I I wasn't really thinking about going full time. I had a thought about it, but I wasn't like really serious at that time. I was got really serious about it back in, when I really got serious about it was back in 2020.
0: I got you. So 2020 was like you said that was your like, you know, uh launch, right? Because with, with the pandemic and everything going on, it was a good opportunity to uh, get involved. And like you said, wow, you know, you said you you had, you know, three employees back in 2020, seven in 2021 and wow you're like growing exponentially <laughs> you got 13 employees this year how cool is that man
1: yeah yeah it's it's, it's it's been a great year so far we're very blessed I think we're we're actually in on on we're gonna hire one more guy and that'll be the it for the, for the season we picked up a contract so I figured why not you know so we went ahead and just hired and we're gonna hire a new guy and and we'll be up to 14 and wow. I think I think that'll be the cutoff <laughs>
0: that that's <laughs> exciting think. that's exciting so speaking of employees you know uh, that's one of the you know sticking points with a lot of companies right um it, what are some of the challenges for you as far as you know retaining employees uh and getting the quality that you're looking for because i know you know from the sound of it you know the way you're growing your business you look for quality right and you have to look for that quality in your employees so uh, tell me a little bit about that like what are some of your struggles when it comes to the employees
1: Here's the uh, what I get. I get that asked a lot. I, mean, I get that from my clients as well. They're always like, man, you, you guys uh, you keep your employees because the, my clients, like my lawn care clients, they know my guys' names and everything that, that mow their yards. And as far as my project groups, we always go back to add maybe an addition to something. And they're like, oh, you're still you're still with Rammy's <laughs> They're joking, of course. But right. uh, but yeah, we get that asked a lot from other companies as well. And uh, it's just the company culture. It's the culture. Uh, you know, my biggest thing is honesty and communication. Uh, honesty and communication goes a long way. Uh, always, you know, be in communication with your guys, uh, be honest with them. And that way they'll see your honesty and they'll be honest with you as well. Uh, that's the first thing I always tell them, you know, at the beginning, whether it is a helper or a crew leader, I always tell them honesty is what I'm looking for. Uh, and hard, hard, hard work. Uh, you know, I tell them at the, at the, right off the bat, you know, this is a very, um, uh, intense, type of job it's outdoors obviously so you know get ready to to be you know uh on that boat and the boat's gonna keep going <laughs> no matter what so that's that's the biggest thing is making sure everyone is on the same page communication and uh being firm uh when you first hire obviously is being firm with them about your expectations and uh you know uh, even if they're a crew leader, you know, what they expect uh, from me as a, you know, the, the owner is the communication between us is key, uh, especially if they're on a, on a on a project and I'm not there. Uh, I want to make sure that they know what I expect. You see what I'm saying? So Absolutely. it's very important to to have that uh, as, as one of the key, key rules of the business. And they understand it's really um, been a blessing uh, all, all of my crew leaders have been with me. One of them is going on third season or fourth season of no third season. I'm sorry with me, uh, right now. And the other guys are, this is their second season with me and they, they've been with me ever since. Um, one of the biggest, uh, challenges in our area, uh, since we're part of the Southern states, we're in the South is, you know, once lawn care season is over, what do you do? <laughs> mm. We don't get any snow. We don't. We, we don't offer that service, obviously, because we get no snow during the season, uh, during the winter months. So, you know, you have to keep them busy. So, I tell them, hey, this is a full time job. Uh, whenever you're not working with, you know, on on the lawns, when we're not mowing, when it's not mowing season, you're going to be moving into with our project groups. So, I, I try to keep them, you know, at least forty hours a week during the cold, cold months. So Man, it, that's it, good. You know, it gives them a promise in a way, you know, like, cause there are some companies in our area that, you know, shut down on the winter months. So that's, that's another thing. They want to make sure they're getting, you know, a paycheck
0: <laughs> Absolutely throughout the whole year. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, one of the problems with shutting down is, you know, uh, they're going to go find another job because they got to feed themselves, their family, and who's to know that they're going to come back. So that's, that, that's a good promise that you make. And I can see why, you know, people want to stick around, but going back to the hiring and the hiring process, right? So, um, you know, you went from, you know, seven employees to 13, you're going to hire another one. That's going to be 14. Like you doubled uh, the number of employees within one year from 2021 to 2022. Did you put out ads? Are you reaching out to a friends? Tell me some of the different ways that you are recruiting these employees.
1: You definitely have to get out of your comfort zone. Um, I, I run ads on Facebook. Uh, honestly, I've only ran an ad once, I believe, this this season so far. Uh, knock on wood right mm, yo, I'm <laughs> so far i've, I've only done <laughs> only only one time uh i ask my first i ask my guys my crew leaders or my helpers uh i ask all of them hey if you know anyone that is looking for you know a full-time job let me know and so this this is where it all comes back to play is when your company culture is the way that it is and you're your own guys are happy to work where they are, they'll go out and recruit for you. That's where we are at this point. Um, My guys actually last year, they were the ones recruiting, you know, the new employees because they were telling them, Hey, you know, come work for us or come work for, you know, for Rammies. And, uh, you know, you, you, you'll like it there. You know, Uh, I won't say that it's been perfect. I won't say that we've had, we haven't had an employee where that we have to fire before we've hired. We we fired maybe three all year last year, which is, you know, in, in my, my books is pretty good. Um, simply because, you know, uh, they just weren't, weren't a fit for our business. Um, and they knew it, too. And, you know, I always make sure that they know that. And I, or I give them an option. Hey, so and so is hiring a buddy of mine, you know, that has a lawn care business, too. I say, hey, he's hiring. Maybe you can, you know, you can see that as an option if you were interested in this industry still. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I always want to make sure that everybody is comfortable here uh, and feel comfortable talking to me. Uh, cuz i remember working for uh, uh several companies back in my days when i was younger uh for some reason the owners seemed so intimidating to me mm. uh you know in a way yeah uh, not like oh you know this and that no it's more like uh the way i look at it here is want to make sure that they feel comfortable enough to speak up if they need to uh we have meetings every every month the beginning of the month and you know i I give everybody an option to speak for, uh, say, example, if there's something that we need to work on. First, I give the crew leaders the option. Hey, you guys have anything that, you know, we need to work on? Is there a, s- a certain skill that we need to work on, a quality that we need to work on? And we want to make sure everyone is in there so we can communicate that with each other. Uh, I'm not saying telling each other. What I'm saying is we <laughs> need to find ways to better our services, Um not, you know, just uh, digging a hole, throwing a plant in there and just covering it with dirt. No, just you have to, uh, obviously, you have to know how to do stuff like that, uh, grading it afterwards, making sure that, you know, it's going to get plenty of water. It's not in a it's not too deep in the ground because, you know, what happens is it drowns obviously oh, yeah. when it rains. So little things like that is what I like to, you know, communicate with my guys and. Uh, it's, it's been a really, at the beginning, it was a struggle because I did hire uh, some that were not experienced at all in landscaping, so uh, I had to teach teach them, and the ones that I taught are now crew leaders, so they know what I expect and they know what, um, what we stand behind, the quality, and uh, also we, we like to t- communicate that to our clients when we go out and give the bids. And uh, want to make sure that they they understand why our pricing is the way it is because we, we' like to stand behind the quality.
0: Nice, nice. And you know you know you were a teacher in, uh, in prior to doing the landscaping business and one of the things that I preach is whenever you hire someone, it's so important to have a good training program or processes in place. Yes. Tell me a little bit about how important it is to you and how you implement some of those things uh, as far as getting your employees trained
1: back in teaching, when I was teaching, we call that scaffolding. (laughs) Okay, We call that scaffolding. We, 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 you know, we guide them in a way. And then once we see that they're ready, they're ready. Um, but I always like to set, you know, remind them, Hey, don't forget to do this. Hey, don't forget to set this here, stuff like that. Uh, but when I'm training my guys or my crew leaders training, he teaches them, you know, what type of tools are for what, because believe it or not, not everybody knows the different types of shovels Uh, what types of shovels are used for, or what a hoe is for, or what a trencher is for, stuff like that. There are different types of shovels. So when the crew leader tells, you know, his helper, hey, go get me this type of shovel, he's going to be like, what What are you talking about? So little things like that go a long way, too. So we like to tell them this is what this is for, stuff like that. But most of my guys are really good about teaching their guys. And so I look for that, too. Um, And, uh, you know, same thing goes to when you're pruning, trimming uh, you know, as, you know, as for example, like crepe myrtles, there's certain way, uh, certain yeah. time of the year that you can trim them and prune them uh, little things like that. So teaching, uh, you know, my guys and teaching, you know, the helpers as well is really crucial. Uh, we go, we have when when we meet once a month, we go through uh, maintenance on the mowers, uh, maintenance on s- different types of shrubberies. Like we'll have like a slideshow for them uh, and, for example, being making sure that they are being careful on the job site, stuff like that. Um, you know, when they see that that you care about little things like that, uh, you know, it really shows how what you stand behind uh, and how you want your business to to you know to run. And they they take it as serious uh, because if you're serious about it, they'll be serious about it. If you take it jokingly, they're not going to take it too seriously, you know. So. Um, uh, I want to make sure that all my guys are on the same page, uh, all my crew leaders are on the same page. And, uh, I always, you know, talk to each one of them and every throughout the day, Hey, how how are things going on the job site or how are things going with the mowing crew? Uh, conversations like that, you know, uh, mm. so that way they know that we're in communication.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, one of the other things that just popped into my mind is, you know, uh, and I've preached this before, Uh, when it goes back to the importance of training, you know, you can assume that, you know, they're coming from another landscaping company and you can make that assumption, right. That, Oh, okay. They already know what they're doing, but you know, maybe the last landscaping company that they came from didn't have the same standards that you did. Right. So I always like to, you know, emphasize the importance of that training because if you're not setting them up for success, you know, the employees, right, they're going to get frustrated. Oh, you know, bring me this and I want you to do this and you're not doing it right because, you know, I didn't train you. Right. And they get frustrated and that. That's kind of a bad formula, don't you think?
1: Yes. I'm glad that you mentioned that because it's it's really important that they they, they also see that you, you, you care about the quality of whatever it is that they're doing it could be whatever you know uh and if you don't invest in your company if you don't invest in small products that'll meet that standard it could be a weed eater it could be a a, a small skid steer it could be you know whatever to make uh production go a lot you know uh, more productive and at the same time give the same quality uh you know once we because with rapid growth, uh, I'll be honest, we, we grew quickly and uh, we get that, we get told that a lot, you know, my clients, my friends are like, man, you guys just grew quick. But I'm like, yeah, we did grow quick, but I have to stand behind my guys. If, especially if we're growing that rapidly, I'm going to have to, you know, go in overdrive on making sure that everything is done the right way. Uh, So I wanted to make sure that that was one of the biggest things in my business is standing behind my product because, you know, with rapid growth, you have to act very quickly on how to, you know, how to fix a problem or how to come up with a solution to whatever it is that's going on uh and that right there really taught me a big lesson, and that was one of the biggest reasons why I had to step out of the classroom i couldn't I couldn't be in a classroom and guide my guys at the same time if that makes any sense so oh sure, stepping out of the classroom made a huge impact on my business, and that's why we are here you know today um and you know thank god we're we're still we're still growing
0: <laughs> absolutely it sounds like you're you're you got many years of growth ahead of you uh it sounds like you got a really good formula, just need to keep, keep doing what you're doing. And I think, uh, you know, much growth ahead and we'll continue this conversation with angel on our next episode. Thank you for listening to the lawn care Frank podcast. Please subscribe and visit lawncarefrank.com for more helpful tips and information.